Welcome to the Comfortable in Chaos Podcast. Podcast. Strangle your demons and let's go. Y'all need Jesus! Letting the days go by, water flowing under me. Letting the days go by, water flowing under me. Into the blue again, after the money's gone. Once in a lifetime. And you may ask yourself, where is my beautiful house? And you may ask yourself, where is that large automobile? And you may ask yourself, what am I doing on the comfortable and chaos podcast. I am your host, Eric Helberg, and you know we're like Einstein over here, man. We have no special talents. We're just passionately curious, passionately curious about all things pertaining to men. How in the hell did we get here, and where is it that we want to go? And if you're my age, you knew the Talking Heads and David Byrne and the whole get up. And that's a poignant song. We're going to start this week off full-fledged, man. I'm talking a full week's worth of episodes. It's time to get back with it. And we wouldn't be doing this together if we weren't bonded by some type of similarity and or common interest in listenership and or in myself are all the above. And what I'm going to begin by asking is, have you ever felt forgotten? Have you ever felt like you are not enough? Hmm. I would venture to tell you if you have a conscience and or a spirit living within you, meaning that you care, have concern, that you have asked yourself that. And typically it comes from a confrontation. Something spurs you along to that. It could be conflict. It could be not receiving something. Why is that? I'm not getting this personally. I'm not being acknowledged at work. But something has made you ask the question, am I simply enough? So let's bring this back to the good book where I think we can sometimes lapse and not let the author be our author. And I will ask you this, since we're questioning, are we enough? Did Joseph feel forgotten? Did he feel like us sometimes that we are the forgotten men, no matter what has been done? He was a pretty faithful servant, no doubt about it. And we know that Potiphar's wife had pursued him for eight or ten years. He ends up uh, thrown into prison, abandoned by his family. But I will tell you oftentimes, and we can go right to the first book in the Bible, Genesis, right? Chapters 39 through 41. 
oftentimes what God will do for your own benefit and to prepare you for what is yet to come, he will isolate you. And you will have to wrestle with these questions. Am I enough? But he would not do that if you were not. And my guess is, if you can still muster some form of hope from within yourself, or look down the road and you can see the horizon and or activity ahead, you can still see that in yourself. You can still see what is possible. And you are not alone. I'm here making this show. You're here listening to this show. You are making this show. And a lot of times when you look at this world of debauchery, whatever that means to you, you're like, my gosh, I see profound success. Someone is experiencing this and or receiving that. All that is, is they are getting more from this external world around them. And the devil can lead you to be blind, men. Success is not the greatest teacher. Getting there, whatever you define that as, definitely can take a lot of toil, a lot of sacrifice. But once you have achieved that first plateau and you're standing there and you're looking about and you're taking it all in, really you feel as if you can do no wrong. I would tell you that falling short is your greatest teacher. Because that is when you get a chance to look in. And since we're talking about the Lord, become reborn, if you haven't been already, and go from lukewarm, if that is your position, and tepid, to changing the setting on that uh, the thermostat of that hot water heater, right? Let's bring a little bit more energy and heat into the equation. So if you truly are feeling isolated and alone, and not to get too syrupy here, but I am going to tell you that that is your preparation before separation. And that the Lord is molding you, and you hear this cliche thrown out for greatness. Now, only you can define that. It's different for each and every individual, man and woman alike. But I will tell you this, that greatness is not at all, if you are in this current season of some type of longing and or without and in profound need of change, it is not what you have envisioned and or expected. This is going to be an entirely new path for you. It will reveal so much to yourself and the world that you are going to influence. It will be a new benefit, a new greatness. 
And sometimes when you are looking around you, man, and you see good things happening to other people while you feel mired in the clay, what really needs to occur is the people simply just need to see the good in you because you have that. It's already there. So yeah, if you're lamenting the fact that good is happening to those around you, you simply go be the good. Hold yourself with honor and nobility and let that trickle out like the stone hitting the ever still lake. People are out there and they are waiting for you. And since we have started with the Bible, moreover, let me backtrack. People need you. And oftentimes we're in that situation because we feel unneeded as men. We desire that. Now, people can interpret it in a million different ways. But that is where we derive self-worth, the fact that we are needed to do this, to accomplish this, to provide this. And I will tell you this as we introspect and reflect together. If you are an astute student of the Bible and or if that is totally nonsensical to you and you just watch the world around you. Where in the Bible or where in the world were you promised happiness? No, I'm not saying we're to live a life mired in suffering. I'm not saying that at all. There will be some. And in fact, in order for you to move down that road that we just looked at about three minutes ago in the episode, and you could see activity, you can envision it. But you will have to have some arduous undertakings in order to get there. But Christ never said anywhere in the Bible that he came on our behalf to make you happy. But what he did say is that I have come to give you peace. Peace is the I-beam that your life is to be built upon. And I'm going to tell you, you probably feel isolated and or forgotten and or not enough because as the title of the show implies, there has been chaos. Chaos is devoid of peace and vice versa. Our role as men is to find that peace in the chaos of this thing that we call life. Now, let's take it a step further. Recently, I was talking to some of my Muslim brothers and yes, I have them. You've heard me talk about things involving the Islamic world around the world. But that was in the context of the geopolitical realities, war, whatnot, 
When we get on a man-to-man level, I take everyone at face value until they show me something otherwise. I try not to go in with any type of sinister bent prejudge. I know what that feels like to have that done. At the same time, we're talking about the Bible. You can still be wise as a serpent and innocent as a dove, meaning you can observe. But you can also have a genteel spirit buffered in strength. So all that being said, what these dudes told me on a message that their imam had given at the mosque is that oftentimes, or here, let me back up that a man would prefer to have the destruction of his body instead of the destruction of his heart. Now, this was being said in the tenets of following Islam, but I thought that was very poignant. Instead of having his ability to relate and... To receive and give destroyed, he would rather have his body destroyed. And oftentimes, I think those two coincide. Now follow me here. This is an entirely different message, so we won't belabor it. But if a woman does not feel that her heart is being held... Well, that could violate her tenet of peace. Now, for a man, in order for the heart to have peace, we know that a heart beats. It's extremely strong. It beats rapidly. It pumps copious amounts of blood each day. Therefore, in order to function, or be clear of obstructions, meaning to have peace, it must be allowed to do, meaning the allowance of simply being a man. And they said further in that message from their imam that a man is to find peace In his home, meaning the wife's job is to cultivate a spirit and an environment of peace for that man. Now, you've heard me in some of my early episodes and some middle ones where I talked about when you get into Islam, Muslims in general, In comparison to Christians, hell, oftentimes they're very much more pious and disciplined. And in fact, I would say that is the result of order. Their culture and or religious practices provide for more order in the home and by extension outside the home with regard to a man's role. That simply Christianity and or the Western nations have lost that practice. I would actually tell you that is much more divine. 
Because have you ever noticed you'd have to pay really, really close attention? Some people have a nice and orderly home. Some people rely on maids to accomplish said mission. But if you get offline just a little bit into someone's personal space, you can still observe this. If you find a home, and I'm not, I don't care if it's big, small, short, or tall, but it is seemingly out of order, perhaps disheveled, I would say that is where those roles have not been followed and there has been an over reach probably by the woman of the house because when you just heard my comment on Christianity and or Western nations in order to have their heart held it equates with a lot of different activity and if you have a life that is predicated on simply receiving, receiving more and more and more, you will oftentimes find a wake of destruction in the lives of those around the primary receiver. That is not peaceful. And I will tell you why. Because you cannot perform your way into peace. That just requires much more spurious activity and you wouldn't be doing it more and more and more unless the anchor at some of those efforts had been set, which would alleviate you from having to do more, more, and or the recipient asking to receive, receive, receive. And if you could simply perform your way to peace, why doesn't it ever work if we just simply go in and decimate a group of people or bomb a country into oblivion? How long have we been at war since we mentioned Islam? We've mentioned our Western selves. And has it concluded in peace? Or are we now just standing up whole new generations of people that were born of a lack of peace? And now they're ready to go to war. Until somebody has peace within, they will create war for those around them. Love is not the highest goal. It's an attribute. It's no different than a heart without a soul. It's just a muscle pumping blood. Peace is the highest pursuit. And that's why Christ talks about it. And it allows you then to what? Love thy neighbor as you do thyself. So what is it that we do? What is actionable, men? You have run your race. Some of you, 
not as long as us marathoners that are listening to this show and or even myself at my age in life. And what I've encountered, what I have dealt with, what I've persevered through, much akin to you guys. Some of it has been done well. Some of it has not been adequate. But what you do, if you have pushed, and you know we like alliteration on the Comfortable and Chaos podcast, performed, tried to prove your way through whatever scenarios you are facing and or have faced, but yet you still have not found the ever-elusive peace? Well, that means that that environment is simply too chaotic to circumvent and or create change. And maybe it is not yours to do so. Which means you have a Lord above who deeply cares about you. He wants to restore you and set your path anew. So in order to no longer feel forgotten, to not feel like you are enough, Get and stand still because you and your efforts have been worthy. Your foundation is good. Let those obstacles deal in and of themselves and simply remove the barriers you have been encountering that are prohibiting you from peace. And both parties will be better for it. And you will be allowed to rediscover who it is that the Lord created. And then venture forward from there. So until next time on the Comfortable and Chaos Podcast, I am your host, Eric Helberg, and I bid you bon voyage, my burgeoning flock.